That was boring. Comes Ellis, keeping the dribble alive, going bank. Fink on the roll, able to break contain. Ellis wrapping around. Fink able to strip the first man. Ellis gets around him. Fink looking in zone. Ellis catching and scoring. Welcome, everybody, to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. I am your host, Big Joe, sitting alongside me virtually miles away down 275 that's under construction is greg how you doing bud i'm doing well it's always under construction when will the madness stop well now it's on both sides so it affects me going to and from work so well at least they're spreading the love or or pain however you want to look at it at least there's balance all right the big news in the nfl this week is let the buys begin there are a few teams on by it's the two teams that played in london last week so jets and falcons and next week be prepared it's pretty brutal for bye weeks especially at the fantasy side of things you got some teams featuring a lot of star players the bills chargers cowboys vikings steelers and even the jaguars if you happen to start LaVisca Chenault or James Robinson, the good thing is week eight, we go back to just two teams. So next week, though, you might want to take a look ahead now. If you have that option in your league where you can skip ahead to next week, you might want to prepare before you're fighting on waivers to get a starting quarter. Have I asked you how you're doing today? Uh, I'm not not doing well. I'm not doing well at all. <laughs> you're, you're quiet over there and you're okay with it. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm mad at the fantasy world right now. So mad. A couple bad beats for you that we'll talk about here soon, but let's get into it with our favorite thing. The quick three. Number one, John Gruden is officially gone as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach. He resigned. He was not fired. He resigned during Monday Night Football, so we all probably heard the news. Dumbass. Uh, (laughs) Well, the craziest thing about this is apparently the NFL told the Raiders, we will not suspend him. We will not fine him but we will keep releasing emails until you fire him. We will make him look worse. Wow. So just get rid of him. All right. And if you don't already know, the only reason they even found any of these emails during the investigation for the Washington football team and Dan Snyder. So if this is what they found out about Gruden, we heard a little thing about Schefter today. He was sending some emails to let Bruce Allen proofread what are we going to find out about Dan Snyder? He's lucky he's an owner. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. How happy is Urban Meyer about all this? The timing could not have been better for him. Yeah, his 15 minutes of cancel is over. And we've moved on to all of John Gruden's. Number two, Jacoby Myers, wide receiver for the New England Patriots, now has 116 career receptions. Almost 1,400 career receiving yards and no touchdowns. <laughs> well, two out of those three numbers are pretty yeah. nice. <laughs> he has the most receiving yards and most receptions ever for a player without catching a touchdown. Wow. I mean, can't c- come on, Bill. The, throw him a bone here. You, you know, there, there's got to be some sort of boot you can run and just, you know something easy you got to say he's at least due right oh uh, he's past due <laughs> probably on a late fee at this point that's right and monday night football which i'm sure you stayed up and enjoyed every minute of it <sighs> no i did not <laughs> the baltimore ravens finished with 523 yards 
and Lamar Jackson accounted for 504 of them. Completely rebuilt their offense. It's not fair. Doing so well. He's your quarterback's favorite quarterback. Yeah, probably. I mean, he uh, he had a real tough first half, but figured it out after halftime. That's for sure. Yeah, I think he still only had like six incompletions or something like that. Real low number. But the Ravens did fail to get 100 yards rushing. So, <laughs> oh, that's that's what they get. Yeah, maybe if the game would have went into double overtime, they could have figured it out. All right, next up, our Stars of the Week players who had some amazing performances. And there was a ton this week, probably like too many just to pick one. It was a constellation of good players this week. Unbelievable. We had a bunch of quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, and we just talked about uh, Lamar Jackson. They all went off. Devonta Adams had a historic day, and Mike Williams was right on par with him points-wise. Running back position, Derrick Henry had, I think, three touchdowns. Yeah, unlike a million yeah. carries. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor had like 13 fantasy points right out the first play of the game. Austin Eckler mm-hmm. got pulled into the end zone by the Browns. I believe he had three touchdowns. And then there was uh, everyone's favorite tight end, Mark Andrews. He went off and he yeah, put up he, 40 uh, points in a lot of leagues. And yeah, he, he was he was great. Yeah, he helped me get a couple wins over Morabito and Dylan, so I will take it. And uh, he helped a little cha-ching, cha-ching in the weekly high points, which we'll get to in just a second. A lot of huge scores, historic scores for a lot of teams and leagues. I got multiple texts from people, teams they have in other leagues showing me, oh my God, look, I scored over 200 points or hey, this league, 100 wins, and I have 150. It's crazy. A lot of high scores. We had someone almost score 200 points in the coast-to-coast league, which we'll talk about. We had multiple teams clear 125 points in the Legacy League this week. Crazy points, a lot of high scores. Very exciting Sunday of football. It was. We, we've had a lot of good games, you know, in the uh, off Sunday games, I'll call them, the Thursdays and the Mondays, and uh, even the Sunday night games. They've all been really good this year. They've been really exciting to watch. So uh, I really hope that carries through at least in the next week. (laughs) Yeah, we've been very spoiled so far with football. There's only been a few duds. Most games have been worth staying up for. Even the Lions games have been exciting. Oh, my God. They're historic. We're the only team ever to lose by two (sighs) game-winning 50-plus yard field goals. Uh, I'm sure they'll find another way to lose this coming week. That'll be historic. It's what we do. As long as they're different ways. Yeah, exactly. All right. And our game of the week, well, it featured, it featured you, my friend. Yes, it, it did. Was team beers versus the 2022 champs in the coast to coast league. It was an absolute shootout. 158.04 to 148.22. You get the 10 point loss. And the QB matchup, boy, main event, pay-per-view, WrestleMania-worthy. Tom Brady going up against Justin Herbert. But you started Daniel Jones instead. And I would have wiped the floor with him if Daniel Jones hadn't been an idiot and tried to run over a cornerback with his head. Got concussed, out of the game. I was done. You would have wiped the floor with him if you played Justin Herbert, the quarterback you've been rolling with most of the year. He scored 42.8 fantasy points. That was another amazing game to watch. The Chargers-Browns, that was a hell of a matchup. Herbert finished with five total touchdowns. That that Chargers offense is something special. Uh, Everybody should try and get a piece of that. Herbert had more touchdowns than Daniel Jones finished with points. And your your love affair cost you a game, and it's going to cost you dinner at the end of the year when you got to take out me and Samantha. 
because he is not going to finish as a top 12 QB. Samantha and I are coming hungry. Didn't we have a a clause in here, you know, like wave for injury or something like that? Yeah, if he missed so many weeks, he's still playing in all these games. He hasn't missed. For all intents and purposes, missed last week. He started the game. Well, I mean, he missed most he of started. it, so, you know, that counts. Yeah, but- and he's probably going to miss his coming week, so, you know, I just, we, we just got to call it off. Uh, I don't know. Come December, when you go back and look at the stat sheet, you'll see he played. <laughs> but let's be real. You have Justin Herbert. Yeah. You have Trevor Lawrence. You also have Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones. Cut bait with those last two guys. Just roll with Herbert and Lawrence. Those guys are future stars in the quarterback position in the NFL. And you want to trot out Daniel Jones and Ryan Tannehill because they're white guys that are fast. Yeah. Everybody wants the rushing yards these days. Why Why wouldn't you? Because your quarterback's going to throw five touchdowns. Uh, Daniel Jones was, what, a top five quarterback going into the week? Come on now. I'll tell you this, Justin Herbert's going to be starting this week. Yeah, (laughs) probably going (laughs) forward. (laughs) But realistically, you're three and two. You took a 10-point loss, but you had no Cook, no CMC. When it comes down to, you're not worried, right? No worries yet. Too early in the year to even No, not not really. I mean, this week, basically an injury got me, and I went up a team that did really well, the uh, Purple Beers. And last week, I also had injury issues. You know, some of that was self-inflicted, but... They were issues caused by injury. So I, I've got a deep team. It's good. I, I'm really not all that worried. For those of you listening at home, if you don't remember, his self-inflicted injuries were starting Julio Jones, who was out last week. <laughs> so that's why I make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah, that. thanks for the reminder. Oh, no problem. That is what I am here for. All right. Now let's take a look at your scores from the Legacy League. The Hertz Locker remains undefeated, taking down the Fantasy Giant 129-109, to 109, thanks to Jalen Hurts 25 and Mike Williams 32. Bad Juju beats Sean's hair 135-105, to 105, thanks to Kyle Pitts' 20, Jamar Chase's 25, and Prescott's 24. El Scorcho has himself a game, 136-97 victory over Bishop Sycamore, thanks to 40 points from Josh Allen. I love Lamb squeaks out the victory over waste management 110 to 103. As Rogers puts up 23 points, Adams scores 32 for Ryan, but it's not enough. And he loses two heartbreakers this week. Man, has anyone checked on Ryan this week? Oh, we got to give him a call. The Washington Redskins blow out the fantasy behemoth 135 to 83, thanks to Justin Herbert's 46 and Jonathan Taylor's 30. But our high points of the week. Goes to the farts, 166 to 96 victory over showing pride as Mark Andrews does it on Monday night, along with Hollywood Brown. They each go for 30 plus points and they get him the 50 bucks. Cha-ching, cha-ching. 136.3 points wins you high points 99 out of 100 times. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. You Usually when you're hitting 130s plus, you're in pretty good shape. You're at the very least, you're in the running. You know, you, you don't lose it on Monday nights from some BS fourth quarter magic. This whole episode could have been about how you get high points by half a point or one and a half points over two teams. Four teams all scoring over 135. Three of you guys all within like a point of one another. It would have been a crazy topic, but the farts just fart their way ahead. I I really thought I had it. I I thought finally my team was coalescing and, you know, really coming together, pull their own weight, you know, be, be greater than the sum of their parts. 
but it just, uh, it was not meant to be this past week. When asked for a quote, team owner said, never doubt the farts. Oh, I always heard never trust a fart. So looking at these standings, Dave, as I said, remains undefeated. He's five and oh, the farts are right behind him at four and one. And then we got four teams at three and two, four teams at two and three. And then Jeff's down there at one and four and Kyle. Oh, and five. He's living the hashtag, not my champion too far. And this week he gets a tough matchup against you. And that's going to be the game I'm watching this week because Al Scorcho takes on Aishan's hair. And it's going to come down to these things right here. Both of you guys start a stack with a quarterback and arguably his number two option, but that hasn't slowed them down points wise. Josh Allen and Emmanuel Sanders have been tearing it up this year for El Scorcho. Meanwhile, Burrow. And T. Higgins will be coming back. They've had some great times last year. And they get a great matchup against Detroit. Oh! Meanwhile, Buffalo takes on Tennessee on Monday Night Football. Oh, we're waiting until Monday night for the final. Another big thing is which Miles Gaskin is going to show up. Last week, he absolutely tore up Tampa Bay. He got 26 fantasy points on 15 touches. While the week before that, he only got two touches against the Colts and failed to score half a point. Miles Gaskins was cut by a lot of teams this last week. So we're going to see if he gets that bounce back or was last week just a mirage because they were losing to Tampa and they had to feed someone the ball. And finally, Kyle, similar to myself, starts one running back, and it's the Minnesota running back. He's got Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Do you even want Dalvin Cook to come back and play this week? Because then you got to imagine they're going to split some time. That's what I'm thinking. So if Cook sits, he gets Madison with all the work. If Cook plays, you're looking at, I'm guessing, 60-40, maybe 70-30, Cook-Madison split. And that's not, that might not fare too well for Kyle. Yeah. I mean, uh, of course, I'm going to be watching my own game. Um, and as you said, Miles Gaskin was cutting a lot of leagues. He was on the razor's edge on my roster, but uh, I decided to hold on to him anyway. I picked him up for my boss in both leagues, so I really hope he pans out. I mean, I, I'm hoping they finally had an epiphany here and they realize he, he's good at football and they need to give him the ball more. Uh, I'm still waiting on it for Miles Sanders, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. Of course, like I said, I'm going to be watching my game. But the game I'm going to be watching, well, it, it's not going to be much of a game. I'm really just going to be watching one team. And it'll be the Hertz Locker going up against I Love Lamb. So... As you said earlier, the Hertz Locker is undefeated this year. Um, they've just they, they've pretty much been rolling through their schedule. Right now, he's projected to score 122 points, and the Lambs are projected to score 100. The Lambs are being led to slaughter this week. I, I'm sorry to say. I, I don't think they're going to make it. Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey's back. We don't know what kind of workload he's going to have, like you talked about earlier with Cook. But still, he is back. Mike Williams continues his, I don't know, four-year revenge tour or whatever you want to call it. He's finally broken out. Waller has slowed lately, but who's to say he's not going to have a huge game this week? We, we don't know what's going to happen out there in Vegas. Antonio Gibson, he's going up against Kansas City. You would think he's going to get some work in there, um, at least in the passing game. So th- this, this team for Dave is just, it's so good. Lamb trots out Rodgers and Jones. I guess you can call it a stack, right? I mean, Jones has had a few receiving touchdowns this year. 
and done uh, pretty well in a few games, but he also has a penchant to just disappear at times. So that cannot happen this week for Lamb. Basically, the Lambs need pretty much yearly highs from all their players, and Dave has a lot of room for error. So I'm watching Dave because I'm watching the team I want to beat later this year in the championship game because I think he's going to be there. Moving along to the Coast to Coast League, looking at our scores from last week. The Fantasy Giant puts up 183 points, taking down the Gnus, 183 to 118, thanks to Derrick Henry and Zeke Elliott. Threat level midnight improves the four and one with a 118 to 104 victory over the Sunnyville Sam Squatches. As we talked about earlier, Purple Team Beers beats the 2022 champs in the game of the week, 158 to 148. The Chaos Tyrants get their second win of the year with a 144 to 115 victory over the 08 Lions, thanks to Lamar Jackson's 40 and Jonathan Taylor's 30. And Cromarty's Childcare has their best game in their existence, 197 to 126 victory over Team Beers. Ooh. Thanks to Mark Andrews, 36, Devontae Adams, 32, Alvin Kamara's 27, among others. That is a week. Wow. Similar to the Legacy League, we do have one undefeated team, yours truly. And then other than that, we only have three total teams over 500. 5-0, and 4-1, 3-2, and and then a bunch of 2-3s, and and one team is there at 1-4. and But like we said, there is so much football to still be played. We are five weeks through a 14-week regular season. And in the coast-to-coast league with six of 10 teams making the playoffs, a long way before we're doing too much standing watching. If you look at points four, though, yours truly does lead the league in points four. And I also have the least amount of points allowed. Oh, your defense is really doing a good job for you. (laughs) Yeah, I've really had like nothing to worry about in the (laughs) coast-to-coast league every week when I look. On the flip side, Chafee has the lowest points for, but he has the second lowest points allowed. So that's helped him get those uh, two wins this year. Uh, we did mention the one team has one only one victory this year. That's Team Beers. That's Ryan Beers. And this is just like last year. Mm-hmm. He takes a lot of losses, but puts up a ton of points. I mean, he already has 650 points. You have 692 when you're in second place. So he's not that far behind. But for no. only having one victory, it's a tough schedule right out the start. Once again, for Ryan Beers. Stick with it, Ryan. It'll get better, I promise. Looking ahead to next week, I'm going to be watching the 08 Lions as they take on Threat Level Midnight. This game would have the highest over-under if that was a thing for fantasy football. So points should be scored, but there's not a ton of star power on either team. Uh, they, but they do both have great wide receiver trios. Trent trots out Cooper, Lockett, and Diggs, along with Hollywood Brown and the touchdown list, Jacoby Myers, while Tyler trots out Cup, Thielen, McLaurin, and Deontay Johnson. So they both got great wide receiver group. And they also got a couple of QBs in favorable road matchups. Aaron Rodgers travels to Chicago for Trent, while Tyler gets Stafford taking on the Giants in New York. But this game is going to come down to which RB group can produce. Tyler has Miles Gaskin and Chris Carson. We've talked about Gaskin already, and Carson was banged up, missed last week. We think he'll play this week, but that's still up in the air. Meanwhile, Trent had Joe Mixon, who was banged up, but did come back and play last week. 
and Javante Williams of the Broncos, who more and more of that share of the load in Denver, uh, taking it away from Melvin Gordon. But we'll see who has the better game this week and who gets the victory. Yeah, so the game I'm going to be watching in the Legacy League is going to be Cromartie's Child Care versus Team Purple Beers. So this has the closest projected scores of the week, 115 to 115.7. Uh, you, you don't get much closer than that. What I'm going to be watching for on Cromartie's Child Care is his running backs. Um, There are some good matchups this week, but there's also some big questions. So he's got Leonard Fournette going up against Philly. Good matchup. Like it, love it, start him all day there. Then he's got Sony Michelle going up against the Giants. I'm not so sure how that's going to work out. Henderson's been doing better and better. And then you have Melvin Gordon. He's slowly seeding slightly more shares of uh, in that running back backfield to Javante Williams. And he's playing Las Vegas. We, we don't know what the Raiders are going to be like this week. If they come out on fire and really circle the wagons like your Buffalo Bills, or are they just going to fall apart like our Lions? <laughs> so that's Cromartie's childcare. So he's going up against Team Purple Beers. Really, there's one player to watch on his team, and that's Tom Brady. He, he's the number two fantasy quarterback so far this year. He's going up against Philly. Is he even going to need to do anything? I, I'm not saying he's going to have a bad game. I just think he might be handing the ball off all day. Well, the biggest thing with Brady this week is it's a Thursday night game. So short week, you always see lower scoring on those Thursday nights. But then again, this is Tom Brady, and he's the greatest of all time. So he might throw five touchdowns in the first quarter and not play again the rest of the game. But wouldn't surprise me. Just make me a liar. But regardless, I I think Cromartie's child care is going to come out on top. I think maybe we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on it. All right, keeping an eye on the chopping block guillotine league. He may be undefeated in the legacy league, but he is officially chopped. The buzzsaw Dave is eliminated. Money spent this week was on Antonio Gibson, went for $37 to Team Butts. I think that's Storts. <laughs> I was able to snag the quarterback, Jalen Hurts, for 33 and I got lucky that time because I bid 33, Jay bid 32, you bid 31. Gosh, that was a close one, probably one of the closest ones I've seen all year. So I get the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Another quarterback, Geno Smith, went for $21. I think someone just figured out that this is a super flex league. Daryl Williams went for 15 to Dylan. Uh, John snuck A.J. Brown for 5 bucks. You stole Terry McLaurin for $6. There was a $5 bid on that one. So there you go. That's a nice little steal. Yeah. Noah Fant for three bucks to Jeff and Cordell Patterson, who's on buy. So Duncan gets him at a discount for 15. There was a few more moves made after that during the day. You're pretty weak at quarterback. So I, I think pretty weak is an understatement. I, I almost want to just run, you know, go old school Madden and put my fastest guy in a quarterback and uh, do, do something there. My, my quarterback situation is absolutely horrible. I'm probably going to start the general this week. Yeah, you were forced you know? to pick up Davis Mills and Mike Glennon just so you can make sure you get some quarterbacks out there. Another sneaky move made today that might go a long way is Zach Ertz was picked up uh, by Team Ooh. Butts. Dallas Goddard is on COVID. That's a Thursday night game, so he's going to miss. So Zach Ertz has been getting more and more targets. And now if he's the only show in town, I got to expect he's probably going to get a couple looks in the end zone as well. So if Zach Ertz is still out there, you might want to play him on Thursday night. Taking a look at my other leagues, I mentioned it before. Mark Andrews put the team on his back. 
He got me the win against Dylan, and he got me the comeback win against the, the Cannoli Cartel in the BWO Ooh. League to Ryan and probably the lowest scoring game in league history. It was like 91 to 89 when other teams put up like 180 this week. Oh, geez. Everyone's battling the triple digits. Ryan and I were battling the double digits. It, was... it takes skill to, to fight down at that level. Yeah. All right, taking a look at our weekend watch starting on Thursday night football. We just mentioned it. Tampa Bay is a seven-point favorite at Philadelphia. Friday night, the ALCS kicks off with the Red Sox at the Astros at 8 o'clock on Fox. The NLCS will start on Saturday. On Saturday in college football at noon on Fox, we've got number 12, Oklahoma State, traveling to number 25, Texas, who is a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. 3.30 on CBS, we have number 11, Kentucky, at number one, Georgia, who's 22-and-a-half-point favorites. And Saturday night at 7 o'clock on ESPN, number five, Alabama looks to bounce back as a 17-point favorite over Mississippi State. Man, I feel bad for Mississippi State already. In the NFL, they're over the pond once again this weekend, last time this year. Miami, a three-and-a-half-point favorite, taking on the Jaguars in London. One o'clock on Fox, the Cincinnati Bengals come to town as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, taking on our Lions. On CBS, we'll have the Kansas City Chiefs as a touchdown favorite visiting the Washington football team. On CBS at 4 o'clock, we have the Dallas Cowboys as three-and-a-half-point favorites over the New England Patriots. Sunday Night Football on NBC features the Seahawks at the Steelers, who are favored by five. And Monday Night Football, 8 o'clock on ESPN. The Buffalo Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites as they travel to Tennessee. All right, what's Fink's favorite of the weekend? I actually think it's the Monday night game. I, I'm really excited to see, you know, that Buffalo offense go up against the polar opposite offense of Tennessee. You know, an offense that just slings the ball all over the place. Well, they've been running a little more this year, but last season they did not run the ball. In Tennessee, of course, they just turn and hand it off to Henry 50 times a game. Um, but of the lines that are out here, Bama minus 17, I, I think they're just going to steamroll poor little Mississippi State. I want to say Cincinnati minus three and a half, but I, I can't do it. The Lion fan in me won't let me do it. I'd stay away from that one, but I will be watching, of course. All right, I'll call your shot. Last week, I said that the undefeated teams would go down, and well, hey, they both won, so... Eh. I was absolutely wrong. And you said that I would score less than a hundred points and I scored 109. So if you lost the bet, I think I won something. I'm not sure what you were supposed to be introduced first if you won, but yeah, it was a rough week. All right. Next week's predictions. I am going to say that the highest score ever in the chopping block will be chopped. I know you have a lot of doubts about yourself, but last week was the highest losing score, 68. They're only going to go up as the year goes on, so this isn't going on a limb, but I need to win something. I've been wrong, I think, every week this year on the call your shot. So, Wow, you're thinking I'm going to score more than 68 points. All right, I'll take it. You got 72 in you. I'll take Maybe it. Maybe even 76. Come on, general. So my, my call for this week is going back to the game that I think will be incredibly lopsided the Hertz locker versus the, the slaughtered lambs. Um, I, I think the Hertz locker is going to win by at least 35 points. I, I think he is just going to absolutely murder them. 
All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We wish everybody good luck. Hopefully your players stay healthy and score lots of points, just less than our players. Sayonara. <laughs>